That is right. Our good friend, Dr. Rajbans, president of the Malaysian Wellness Society, is with us today. Now, Dr. Rajbans, good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for coming in for HealthWise every week Thank for you. the past 10 years. Yes, <laughs> Now, Doctor, we're going to talk about aging gracefully this morning. Tell us a bit more about bladder leakage. Why does this happen as we age? I mean, the urinary incontinence becomes, you know, more common as we age. They say due to weaker or overactive bladders. And when the, you know, when the muscles in and around the bladder don't work the way they're supposed to, urine can leak. Mm. And uh, it can, because by a variety of medical conditions, you know, things like diabetes, Parkinson's disease, or an enlarged prostate in men, you know, sometimes medication can do that. Um, so I think it's not... We shouldn't actually get embarrassed, you know. It's uh, something common as we get older. It shouldn't affect your quality of life. I think what you need to do is find out the underlying cause, learn the correct measures you can do. You know, uh, for example, they can teach you certain exercises and all that. Maybe certain medications might help. And then if all that doesn't work, you know, if you're still having leakage, you can look at already there are a lot of new things that you can things that you can use to wear to prevent, you know, any of the embarrassment that people are worried about. That's true. And nowadays. Uh, people are always worried about what will people say if they can see it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, the Pen Adult Care Malaysia is expertly designed for bladder leakage protection with a superior comfortable fit waistband, uniquely engineered for discreet and underwear-like fit experience. It's the worry-free protection that you absolutely need. Not only that, the it's odor-free as That's well, right? True. It yeah, has odor lock guard. protection. Yes. And, you know, you can get on with life confidently and uncompromisingly with Depend, the number one brand in the USA. Visit depend.com.my now for your free samples. Now, Doctor, this first article is about this brand new test to catch bladder cancer early and it uses infrared light. So, how does infrared light actually help to diagnose bladder cancer early? Yeah, I mean, according to the article, they say that uh, infrared has got longer light waves so they can penetrate the tissue better than just the normal lights and all that. You know, sometimes they say using a scope can still miss the deeper part. So, by something new, so it's interesting whether the doctors can actually use this to diagnose early. So, I think it's something that we have to wait and see. But if you can use a, a new way of just uh, diagnosing bladder cancer, it could be even less invasive, you know, and you keep picking up early cancer because a lot of time bladder cancer in the early stages can be missed. Okay. But what is the current way to diagnose bladder cancer? I What's the treatment on if, where? If somebody has symptoms, let's say uh, somebody uh, complains of uh, you know blood in the urine or some pain when they're passing, most time you you think of infection first. But if you pick up blood, then what the doctors will probably do is uh, first they can do an ultrasound just to see whether anything they pick up. But most time to diagnose, they actually have to do a scope. So you see a urologist who will then uh, you know put a scope inside and look into the bladder and see whether there's any growth there or is there a polyp or is something else or it's just inflammation of the of the bladder wall that's causing the blood. So uh, that's the best right now. That's the only way to diagnose. When once they see a growth, then they do a biopsy, and from mm. then they can confirm whether it's a cancer or not. So can, currently, yeah. if you have urinary tract infection. Or if you have it pretty constantly, is that a sign? That could be one sign, you know. That means uh, having a urinary infection because you've got diabetes or because you're old is quite, uh, you know, something that you don't uh, expect that to happen. But if you're getting a recurrent infection, then you have to think of whether something else is aggravating. So, oh. and cancer could be one of the causes. Uh, but most time, if it's just an infection, you treat it first and wait and see. Mm. Uh, if it recurs and there's blood in the urine, then you still have to think of cancer. Now, Doctor, how can we ensure that we age gracefully and keep bladder cancer at bay? 
I mean, it's just overall like all cancers. Like, I think it's back to our lifestyle. You know, uh, cutting down all the toxins we're taking. You know, all the chemicals. Uh, making sure that you eat a lot of healthy food. Exercise actually is still important. Uh, hydrating yourself well is important. Uh, some people say maybe keeping the urine a bit alkaline helps to you know keep infection away. How do you do that though? Uh, you can actually again your diet, taking a lot of fruits and vegetables and things like that. Or you can actually take things that actually alkaline the urine. You know, you can actually buy. Those uh, alkalizing salts. Uh, this uh, sometimes to prevent infection. We in overseas, uh, even here, we tell all our patients take a bit of cranberry juice because it right. helps to coat the bladder. Yeah. So these are some of the natural ways you can look at, uh, you know, improving your. Uh, the other thing is, sometimes people don't like to they hold on too long for their. You know, yeah, so pee. make sure if you need to go to the toilet, go because otherwise that can lead to infection and this chronic inflammation can lead to other things. But I get busy here, doctor. You, you say that you're looking at me and everything. I'm like, I can't go to the. Okay, I will go constantly. Okay. Well, uh, in this study, they found that oxytocin, which is the love hormone, it helps reverses aging and also osteoporosis. Now, doctor, maybe you can explain to us what is oxytocin and how does it help to reverse aging. Basically, it's a neurotransmitter. You know, it's secreted from the posterior lobe of the pituitary gland, and it is called the love or the cuddle hormone. You know, it's uh, secreted during pregnancy when the you know for the bonding between the mother and the child, and uh, you know, it also helps in things like uh, anxiety, stress, uh, helps you to relax. Uh, you know, helps your psychological psychological well-being. So I think that's how it's more anti-aging. Mm. You know, it helps you because stress and anxiety are one mm. way of uh, causing problems. In you, so I think it helps to do that, uh, and that helps you probably, uh, you know, sleep better, relax more, you know, and get all the right hormones that are also released together with oxytocin. So I think that's how you can reverse aging. It also improves your bone mineralization, improves the bone density. So that's how it helps osteoporosis. Oh, how does it do that? Like the hormone can do that. Yeah, hormone can do that. Actually, most of your bones are, you know, apart from things like vitamin D and calcium, your bones like growth, your hormones like growth hormone uh, for male the testosterone the females the progesterone I mean the estrogens uh, the DHEAs a lot of hormones actually play a role in bone uh, mineralization that's why ladies when they go into menopause the estrogen drops and they are bone they go into they call it postmenopausal osteoporosis so how to counteract that is uh, uh, you know one of the things we tell them is make your other hormones get better so women who let's say eat right exercise you know so you can increase your oxytocin you can increase your growth hormone increase your DHEA and that counter the effects of low estrogen right so Ladies who say that oh now I'm menopause so I can't do anything is actually totally wrong because they just lost two hormones. You got many other hormones in the body right. mm. from oxytocin to pro- pregnenolone to DHEA to growth hormone to things like uh, you know thyroxine. So there are many other hormones that also play a very important role in uh, healthy aging. You know, uh, in fact, some people talk of bioidentical hormone replacement as we age. So again, all this is something that you have to look at. But lifestyle plays a big role. Mm. So someone says that oh. I'm, uh, you know, menopause now. Or I'm getting older. I'm going to get osteoporosis. Not necessary if you do the right things. Okay. Right. Now, now earlier you said exercise. So can exercise help increase enough oxytocin levels in our bodies to help us to age gracefully? Yeah, I mean, again, it depends on the amount of exercise, but I think it can help inc- increase oxytocin. But again, your exercise will increase a lot of other hormones, you increase your growth hormone. In when women, your testosterone can go up a bit, your DHEA will go up, and together, all these will actually help the bone and you age gracefully. 
Okay. All right. But when you say exercise, doctor, does it has to does it have to be like vigorous exercise? Not necessary. I mean, simple things like uh, walking, aerobic, and a bit of strengthening exercises are actually good enough to build up your hormones. All right. Now basically, more love, feel happier, and your bones get stronger. Interesting. Next. Now this next article has a very interesting headline. It says nighttime loo trips linked to salt in diet. Now, doctor, does a s- increase in salt in our diet really does increase our nighttime trips to the loo? I suppose because if you take a lot of salt in your at night, especially before going to bed, now the body will try to make sure that the balance of you know all the electrolytes are stable, and if there's suddenly too much of sodium going into your body, the body will try to you know get rid of the sodium to balance back the whole you know chemical balance in our blood. So to do that, it has to probably excrete the sodium, mm-hmm. and if you are taking a lot of salt at night, then you're probably going to find that you're going to get up very often at night to. Go and pass urine to get rid of the sodium, so it comes like a diuretic. Uh, so that could be the reason why you know that uh, taking too much of salt can uh, cause this problem. But when you start having a lot of they call it nocturia, that means passing urine at night. Mm. Uh, always make sure that they're not other causes. You know, another common cause is diabetes. Uh, of course, certain medications can do that, or you got you know problems with your bladder. So many other causes. But if you end up taking a let's say a very high salt diet. At night, and if you're going very often to toilet, you know that could be the reason. Even people who take uh, tea, for example, okay. you know tea, tea and coffee are diuretics. You know, so taking tea and coffee too late at night, some people have that issue. So if you're having a lot of uh, getting up at night to go to toilet, find out what's the underlying problem. Is it the, what you're eating, mm. or is it something more serious like a diabetes that you're not picking up? Right. So you were saying that um, only if you eat too much salt at night, mm. then this happens. What if you take Salt throughout the day does it, it happen as well? Okay, again, it's an amount of salt you take. You know, uh, if uh, they say the recommended salt is six gram a day or two point five grams of sodium. So suppose once you exceed that, then the body will try to readjust, and then the main way is you probably have to. You know, get the extra salt out through your, you know, bladder. So that's what will happen. So how much is too much salt, though? What is the right amount for us? Is there a recommended amount for us to be able to age gracefully? Just take the normal salt that you know if you're you're taking a lot of uh, extra salt and a lot of this extra salt is hidden hidden in your sauces hidden in your you know your things that you put into your food uh, things like you know they say MSGs and all they got a lot of extra salt so it could be a lot of extra salt that you are hiding you know some people tell me that oh I don't put salt in my food mm. but you got so many of these extra things that they're taking the sauces and the you know that extra uh, things like uh, you know the preservatives they all have actually a lot of sodium inside so if you buy potato chips or french fries and stuff yeah, like that yeah all that you'll have extra salt so, so you have to be a bit careful so again back to the same old thing go back to nature go back to natural and if you want to take salt i normally prefer that we take sea salt or you know the, they say the himalayan salts and right. all that uh, which have less sodium more other of the other minerals Well, thank you very much, Dr. Rajbans, for your professional opinion and insights into these articles. Thank you. Well, hopefully we will all be able to age gracefully together after listening to your advice. Listen to all your, our HealthWise podcasts on the Shock app. That's S-Y-O-K.